This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Tuesday, February 6th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Fowley. Here's today's headlines. Conway ready to roll on a new farm bill. Sorghum farmers brace for Chinese investigation. Weed farmers to school lawmakers and new USDA staff. Conway ready to roll on a new farm bill. There's a certain elegance in getting the farm bill done on time. House Ag Committee Chairman Mike Conaway told the Crop Insurance Industry Convention yesterday, and that's clearly his goal. He said he's getting pretty close to having all of his legislative work and Congressional Budget Office scores done. But, of course, there are several things beyond his control that could still muck up the timetable, like a bill to fund the federal government. Republican leaders are rushing to pass another short-term spending bill to keep the government funded into March. And prospects for moving a new farm bill by early spring could hinge on whether some cotton and dairy provisions get thrown into the spending measure. But there's some relatively good news about the 18 farm bill compared to the 14 farm bill, Conway told crop insurance leaders yesterday. He said, quote, I don't have any mandatory cuts I have to live up to like the $23 billion in mandatory spending that his predecessor, Frank Lucas, was required to deliver in the previous farm bill. Now, the bad news? Conaway says he'll have $100 billion less in baseline spending to work with because of reduced spending, primarily in the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program. Conaway also predicts that he'll have less of a fight with some of his conservative brethren than Lucas did over the 14 farm bill. Ask if he thought the GOP Freedom Caucus would act the same as in 2014. Conway said, I don't. In visiting with some of the leadership, they are keen on getting SNAP reforms, and I think they'll be pleased with our reforms. Some of that leadership represents farm country, and I think they have a little different perspective, perhaps this time, than they may have had last time. More partners needed. Conaway praised the crop insurance program as a key risk management tool and said his mantra, driven by comments in the field, has become, don't screw up crop insurance. But he anticipates plenty of floor amendments designed to derail the program and called on the crop insurance industry leadership to work with their key legislative contacts between now and March to explain the importance of the program. He also touted his great relationship with Agriculture Secretary Sonny Perdue, who, by the way, is scheduled to testify before his committee at 9.30 this morning on the state of the rural economy. Conway added he's going to be a terrific partner on getting this farm bill done. However, he didn't say the same good things about the head of the Office of Management and Budget that former Congressman Mick Mulvaney, who is expected to recommend cuts to crop insurance in the president's budget. Conway said he's been told by his boss, President Trump, to leave crop insurance alone. Makes a good guy, but doesn't share our same perspective. Now, later in the day yesterday, National Crop Insurance Services President Tom Zacharias outlined how Congressional Budget Office projections for the program are down nearly $10 billion since the 14 Farm Bill was enacted. Because farmers help pay into the system, taxpayers aren't left footing the whole bill after a disaster strikes, he explained. Farmers have spent nearly $15 billion in premiums since 2014. He said they've all shouldered more than $30 billion in deductibles. Sorghum farmers brace for Chinese investigation. China buys roughly 40% of all the sorghum grown in the U.S. 
So farmers and exporters have good reason to be concerned now that the Asia Economic Juggernaut has announced anti-dumping and countervailing duty investigations into U.S. exports of the grain. The possibility of tariffs resulting from those investigations is daunting. But National Sorghum Producer CEO Tim Lust stressed optimism and a willingness to work with China. National Sorghum Producers is aware of this action and is prepared to participate fully in the investigations in cooperation with other sorghum industry participants, Lust said at a statement that was released yesterday. He continued, the U.S.-China agriculture relationship is beneficial to U.S. farmers, Chinese consumers, and our respective partners. U.S. sorghum farmers do not dump our products into China or elsewhere, and our products are not unfairly subsidized. A fair proceeding will demonstrate these facts. Don't expect a quick outcome. Les says he expects the Chinese investigations to last at least a year. Wheat farmers to school lawmakers. As Congress gets set to consider the next farm bill, the U.S. farmers, millers, bakers, and exporters want lawmakers to know just how important wheat is to the U.S. and the challenges the sector faces. Low prices, yield challenges, and international trade barriers all weigh down on the folks that make the bread and pasta that feeds the U.S. and much of the world. So the National Wheat Foundation is bringing its message to Capitol Hill this week. Representatives of groups and companies like the American Bakers Association, U.S. Wheat Associates, U.S. Custom Harvesters, the North American Millers Association, the Wheat Quality Council, and General Mills will be descending on Capitol Hill on Thursday for a wheat industry educational event and reception. Missouri businessmen nominated to run rural utility service. President Donald Trump yesterday nominated Missouri businessman Kenneth Johnson to be the USDA's Rural Utility Service Administrator. USDA Chief Sonny Perdue said in a statement yesterday, as President Trump pursues his comprehensive agenda of infrastructure improvements like increased broadband access for rural communities, adding Ken Johnson to the USDA team is exciting. Ken's experience with rural utilities, including real success in expanding access to high-speed Internet, will serve us well as we strive to increase prosperity across rural America. Johnson is currently the CEO of the Como Electric Cooperative and president of Como Connect, a company that provides Internet and voice service to 16,000 subscribers in Tipton, Missouri. Border inspectors find illegal salad surprise. Mexico is a growing source of the vegetables consumed in the U.S. That thanks to the country's proximity, climate, and zero tariffs under the North American Free Trade Agreement. But border inspectors found a big surprise in a shipment this weekend. U.S. Customs and Border Protection officials found about 3,000 pounds of marijuana hidden amid a cargo of mixed vegetables at the Texas border. The roughly $600,000 worth of the narcotic that's generally not accepted in any type of salad, was seized by agents at the Far International Bridge. Well, that's Daybreak for this Tuesday, February 6th. AgriPulse Daybreak is brought to you by Watkinson Miller. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Nelly.